Welcome to the Bob Harden Show, bringing you news and commentary to keep you informed and enjoying life on the Paradise Coast. And now, here's your host, Bob Harden. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning. Johnson's Air Conditioning is Naples' longest established air conditioning company. They do great work, and you can give them a call. The website is johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. We have a terrific show for you today, including guest Keith Flaw, co-founder of the Florida Citizens Alliance. Michael Cannon will be joining us as well. He's the director of health policy studies at the Cato Institute. Seton Motley is the founder and president of Less Government, and the former mayor of Naples, Bill Barnett, always has his thumb on the pulse of what's going on on the Paradise Coast. It is August the 11th, and on this day in 1919, Frederick Ebert, a member of the Social Democratic Party and provisional president of the German Reichstag, or government, signed a new constitution known as the Weimar Constitution into law, officially creating the first parliamentary democracy in Germany. Even before Germany acknowledged its defeat at the hands of the Allied powers on the battlefields of the First World War, discontent and disorder ruled on the home front as the exhausted and hunger-plagued German people expressed their frustration and anger with large-scale strikes among factory workers and mutinies with the armed forces. Beginning in 1916, Germany had basically been operating under a military dictatorship, the Supreme, uh, Supreme Army Command, led by Paul von Hindenburg and Erich Ludendorff. In uh, late October 1918, however, the defeat loomed on the horizon, and Hindenburg pushed for Kaiser Wilhelm II and the German government to form a civil government in order to negotiate an armistice with the Allies. The Kaiser and Reichstag subsequently amended the later organization constitution of 1871, effectively creating a parliamentary democracy in which the Chancellor of Germany, Prince uh, Max von Baden, was responsible not to Wilhelm but to the Reichstag. This was not enough, however, for the, to satisfy the far-left forces within the Germany, who capitalized on the chaos of the last days of the losing war effort and, uh, to uh, lead a general workers' strike that November the 7th and call the establishment of a social republic along the lines of the Bolshevik government in Russia. Hoping to pacify the radical socialist, von Baden transferred these powers to Ebert, the leader of German Social Democratic Party, on November the 9th, over the next six months, the Reichstag, led by SPD, uh, worked to write a new constitution that would solidify German status as a parliamentary democracy. Meanwhile, many within Germany blamed the government for what they saw as the humiliating terms imposed by the country by the victorious allies in the Treaty of Versailles, particularly the treaty's demands for German war reparations, justified by a clause that bl placed blame on the war squarely on the shoulders of Germany. Under vicious attack from both the militarist right and the radical socialist left, and identified by both sides with the shame of Versailles, the Weimar government and its constitution signed into law on August the 11th, 1919, seemed to have a dim chance of survival. In the atmosphere of confrontation and frustration, exacerbated by poor economic conditions, right-wing elements began to take an, uh, an ever more pervasive hold on Reichstag, this process, intensified by the worldwide depression that began in 1929, would culminate in the rise of the power of Adolf Hitler, 
who exploited the weakness of the Weimar system to lay the foundations for himself and his National Socialist German Workers, or Nazi Party, to dissolve the parliamentary government and to take absolute control of Germany. Sound familiar? <laughs> it's eerily familiar. It's unfortunate, isn't it? But uh, establishment of a democracy, a parliamentary democracy, and then leading directly to absolute power for uh, Nazi, for, for Hitler. Well, senior U.S. Department of Justice officials are blaming the FBI Director Christopher Wray for the recent raid of President former Donald Trump's home in an apparent attempt to take the pressure off U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland. Now, this is uh, there's a lot of finger pointing going on right now. The the expected outcome of this was be to shame the president and to put him under a cloud of suspicion and to reduce his power and influence among the American people. It's done exactly the opposite. And the consequences now that you see Democrats, well, wait a minute, he did it. Garland's the one that did it. No, <laughs> no. Uh, Christopher Ray did it on his own. They're blaming each other. I don't know how this is going to end, but it's not going to end well for the Democrats. Former President Donald Trump said he declined to answer questions during a deposition on August the 10th in the New York investigation into his business. How long has this been going on? It's just unbelievable. He's just been assaulted on all fronts by the left in hopes to reduce his power and influence. I once asked, if you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? Now, I know the answer to that question, Trump said on True Social after meeting with New York Attorney General Letitia James. When your family, your company, all your people in your orbit have become the targets of an unfounded, politically motivated witch hunt supported by lawyers, prosecutors, and the fake news media, you have no choice, he said. The Fifth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution says in part that no person shall be compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself. The deposition came after months of delay following a judge's order in February. James is a Democrat, of course, who vowed while campaigning, in fact, I think it was her single issue that she ran on while campaigning, uh, to make act, take action against Trump if she won the election, began investing the Trump organization shortly after she entered office in 2019. James has said the investigation of Trump's business uncovered evidence of fraud and asked a court in the state to compel the testimony of Trump and two of his children. New York Supreme Court Judge Arthur Ergeron ordered Trump, Eric Trump, and Ivana Trump, Ivanka Trump, to testify. An appeal was rejected by the state top appeals court in June. Trump said that based on his counsel's advice, I declined to answer the questions under the rights and privileges afforded to every citizen under the United States Constitution. Jones, uh, James' office declined to comment. Now, just remember, just a year ago, a number of the attorneys in her office quit because there was no evidence against Trump. They actually watched one of his uh, employees out in handcuffs. So that amounted to nothing. They continued to push on. Subpoenas for documents and testimony were issued in December 2021. The subpoena for Trump ordered the former president to produce documents and commanded him to appear and testify as to what we, uh, you know regarding the subject of the inquiry by Letitia James, Attorney General of the State of New York, pursuant to the New York State Executive Law section to determine whether an action or proceeding should be instituted with respect to repeated violations of the executive law. The long question deals with fraudulent or illegal acts. Donald Trump and Ivanka Trump were told that they were, were wanted to testify in connection with the investigation into the valuation of properties owned or controlled by John, Donald J. Trump or the Trump Organization or any matter which the Attorney General deems pertinent thereto. 
The testimony may be recorded by a stenography, video, and or audio, the Trump children were told. Can you believe that? As if he's going to lie about the value of his properties. Trump's lawyer said the subpoenas were improper because James was trying to bypass the grand jury protections in New York Constitution, asserting that information gleaned from the civil subpoenas could be used in a criminal case. Angeron said in an argument completely misses the mark, ruling that the civil investigation has been ongoing without the slightest hint that there was subterfuge to garner evidence for a criminal investigation in the offing. The Trump uh, Trump's also uh, sought to stay the depositions. They were ultimately successful in delaying the depositions until the appeals court rejected the appeal. Trump is being attacked by on all fronts, and he continues to maintain his enthusiasm and focus on uh, saving the American people. And, of course, they're doing everything in their power to remove him. As he says, there's only one thing standing between me and them, and that's uh, you and them, and that's me. And he's absolutely right about that. Eric Trump, the son of former President Donald Trump, wrote Tuesday that his father had seen a stark uptick in fundraising since the FBI raided his Mar-a-Lago residence. Breaking, Donald Trump.com is shattering all fundraising records, and I'm told he's raising more money in the past 24 hours than ever before in recent history. The American people are pissed, Eric said on Twitter. Claims of Trump's Save America PAC receiving record donations come after a slew of political pundits on both sides warned that the raid's aftermath could shift momentum going into the November midterm elections. Former Democrat presidential candidate Andrew Yang said, I'm no Trump fan. I want him as far away from the White House as possible, but a fundamental part of his appeal has been that he, uh, it's him against a corrupt government establishment. This raid strengthens that case for millions of Americans who will see this as unjust persecution, he added. That was Yang. Political strategist John Thomas, who organized a PAC pushing Florida Governor Ron DeSantis to seek the Republican presidential nomination in 2024, asserted the FBI's action solidifies Trump hold over the party, we can hang it up. It couldn't be clear, the government insider told Politico. If Trump wants the nomination at this point, I don't see how it's not his. It'll be a coronation at this point, not a primary. <laughs> the former president revealed through Truth Social that the FBI and other federal government agencies and entities are still not allowing anyone to be anywhere near the areas that were rummaged uh, during Monday's raid. Everyone we've asked to leave the premises, they were asked to leave the premises. They wanted to be left alone without any witnesses to see what they were doing, taking or hopefully not planting. He was concerned that uh, they're actually planting evidence. Uh, why did they strongly insist on having nobody watching them, everybody out, the former president said. Of course, this chain creates all kinds of chain of custody issues. And he, they were told to turn off the video cameras that are in the home. They they weren't turned off. So should be interesting to find out uh, what those reveal. But again, this couldn't create more, worse press for the Department of Justice and the FBI. Their credibility is pretty much destroyed. Stephen Moore, who served as senior economic advisor to former President Donald Trump, mocked the White House for celebrating July inflation figures, pointing out that despite a, a slight cooling from the previous month, the rate is still highest in 40 years. The Consumer Price Index went up 8.5% in July from the same month a year ago, down from 9.1% in June. Moore also stressed that the only reason prices came down somewhat is that things are so expensive right now that you see a reduction in demand. 
He gave as an example the gasoline prices have decreased due to the fact that the summer people didn't take uh, vacations to the mountains or the beach because they couldn't afford it, which is not a very good reason to celebrate uh, prices falling. He added that if you look at Staples, those prices are still up 15, 20, 30 percent over past year. How can anybody call that good news? I just don't know. Well, when Moore was asked what he thought about the J.P. Morgan's evaluation that the recently passed Inflation Reduction Act will have almost no impact on price growth, he became livid, saying that the legislation backed by the Biden administration was actually make inflation worse. It's almost malpractice for J.P. Morgan to say that this is not going to affect the inflation rate. Moore said that when you add $700 billion of new spending and then you ex- exacerbate the problem by raising taxes by $500 to $600 billion, somebody has to explain to me how that's, not go- how that's going to reduce inflation. He declared uh, emphatically, this makes absolutely no economic sense whatsoever. Furthermore, he pointed out that we know the reason we have to high inflation right now is because of out-of-control government spending. We should be cutting government spending, not increasing it. Well, of course, they've just increased it by billions. Unbelievable. This segment of the show brought to you by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning, Naples' longest established air conditioning company. The website is johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. Coming up, Keith Law, co-founder of the Florida Citizens Alliance. That and more right here in the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. I'm Bob Harden, the host of the Bob Harden Show. One of my favorites for breakfast or lunch is Lulabee's Diner, providing great service, fabulous food, and a rockin' good time. Lulabee's Diner is a throwback to the 60s, complete with great music and a fabulous 60s decor. What I like best is a blend of great food, great value, and terrific service. Most of the friendly waitstaff has been part of Lulabee's for years. I enjoy the great choices for breakfast and lunch, and you'll find the menu has everything and anything to satisfy your taste. Lulabee's offers catering, party platters, lunch boxes, and more. Lulabee's Diner will quickly become one of your favorites for breakfast or lunch. No reservations are needed. Check out the website at lulabees.com and stop by Lulabee's Diner, open from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m., seven days a week. Lulabee's Diner shopping center at the corner of Immokalee and Airport Pulling Roads. Stop by Lulabee's Diner for fabulous food and for a forever good time. Collier County Sheriff Kevin Rambaugh says the number one reason the elderly become victims is isolation. The Collier Senior Center goes a long way in keeping seniors connected with the community and with each other. The Collier Senior Center, located at 4898 Coronado Parkway in Golden Gate, provides comprehensive information regarding services and resources that affect the quality of life of older adults and their caregivers in Collier County, empowering them to maintain independent and meaningful lives. Here's Esther Lully, director of Collier Senior Center. Everyone, every senior is welcome. There's diversity there. It's vibrant. It's a caring atmosphere. So there's a reason we offer the services and programs that we do. We want to help enrich the lives of senior members and provide support to their caregivers. Want to find out more? Visit CollierSeniorCenter.org. That's CollierSeniorCenter.org. Or call the Collier Senior Center at 239-252-4000. 
252-4541. That's 252-4541. Welcome back to the Bob Harden Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by Gulf Shore Playhouse, building a 44,000-square-foot performing arts center in downtown Naples. It's going to be absolutely spectacular, but also bringing you professional uh, New York-style theater at its very best. You can get tickets now and find out more. The website is Gulf Shore Playhouse. Org. Coming up, we're going to be visiting with Seton Motley, the founder and president of Less Government. Right now we have with us Keith Flaw, co-founder of the Florida Citizens Alliance. Keith, thank you so much for joining us. Morning, Bob. Good morning, Keith. Tell us about the Florida Citizens Alliance. Uh, Florida Citizens Alliance is a coalition of um, uh, grassroots organizations. We're well over 100 now across the state of Florida. We are a 501c3 not-for-profit and we focus on K through 12 education. Um, we're advocating for school choice, trying to stop the indoctrination, critical race theory, the pornography, et cetera, that's in our public schools. Unbelievable organization. Keith and uh, Pastor Rick started the organization 10 years ago, about a decade ago, and are just getting great results and influence on the Department of Education and the quality of education, which has gone up dramatically since their involvement. So. The website is goflca.com, goflca.com. Keith, th- congratulations, by the way, for everything you've accomplished. Yeah. Well, time certainly flies when you're having fun, Bob. <laughs> Ten years, hard to believe. <laughs> I'm sure it's, that's the case. A lot of hard work, too. So, um, well, uh, let's start off by talking about uh, what's happened with the Cuyahoga County School Board in the search for a new superintendent. Um, yeah, they voted uh, uh, last uh, Tuesday night uh, to proceed with an RFP process to hire a new superintendent. Uh, we've been trying to convince them, uh, as has a number of other groups, that they should wait till after the November 8th election uh, is final and let the new board uh, select, uh, you know, put the process in place and select the, uh, the new superintendent. Uh, they've decided to proceed and, and and what's really interesting the schedule they put in place um, they're actually now scheduled to vote on hiring the rf the firm who's going to do the rfp on the night of the election uh, on on november 8th so the arrogance of that having the old board uh, tie the hands of whoever the new board are by hiring uh, that search firm and that search firm uh, part of the contract of course will be to, to define all of the qualities and characteristics uh, that uh, we wanted a new school superintendent. And, of course, the current school board's motivation uh, and Patton's motivation as the superintendent is to protect her legacy with all of the shortcomings that go along with that. Yeah. Now, when do the new school board members take office? The, the, the ninth. Uh, oh, the next know, day. The election. Yeah. Wow. So those, you know, I will say the ray of hope is that, in fact, if they hire the firm on the 8th, perhaps uh, if there are new school board members, they could have some impact and, and change the requirements of what they're looking for. Well, the challenge there always is, uh, uh, you know, de- it depends on whether they're, you know, what the makeup of that new board is. If they and if this current school board ends up, uh, there are three up for election. And if the current, uh, if one of those three wins, uh, then, uh, then the, the 
you know, the, the new board will be, uh, will only have two votes yeah. uh, and trying to change uh, that could be really problematic. Um, that, and the, and the current board also has the option in that RFP to put whatever I'm going to call them poison pills, whatever difficulties they can build into the contract to make it expensive to cancel. Uh, I mean, there's just so much mischief that that could be had there that it's, um, you know, we just think it uh, is very disrespectful of the voters to tr- for them to try to ramrod this through. Yeah, a little background, and this is not just uh, somebody asking. This was actually a petition. I think there were hundreds. Uh, people who signed a petition requesting this delay until after the election, if I'm not mistaken. We're actually up to over 1,300 signed signatures on petitions. And, and the Collier County Republican Executive Committee uh, voted unanimously huh. to urge the uh, school board to not do that, what they're doing. And, and you know, all, the current school board all claim to be Republicans, but uh, they're, they're just refusing to listen to the public. Yeah, it's just very disappointing. I don't know how you can have such a bastion of conservatism existing right here in Collier County and having the, really, the, I think, the school board and the, the school system out of control for so many years. Hopefully we can rein it in. It's, I think that's happening all over the United States. Well, I certainly hope so. We'll see on the 23rd. Yeah. Uh, Let's whether... talk about the 23rd is coming up, and that's an important day for our, the school board. Yeah, it certainly is. Um the 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 uh, absentee ballots uh, vote by mail has started uh, some time ago, but uh, on Saturday the tenth of August, early voting starts. Um, my understanding is over twenty thousand, uh, uh, over seventy two thousand uh, vote by mail ballots went out, and over twenty thousand have already voted. Uh, but uh, early voting starts on the tenth at ten o'clock. Uh, urge people to get out and vote. This is such an important election on so many fronts. And most people don't realize that most school board members get elected in the primary. And so uh, a lot of uh, Republicans and no party affiliates tend to wait till the general. And this election for school board could be over by then um, unless they get out and vote on the on the 23rd. So um, one other key date that, uh, that, that uh, one other key thing that happens on on the tenth is that's the last day you can re- re- request a vote by mail ballot. So there's two key elements uh, factors there that play out on the on the tenth of August. So get out and vote, and if you want to vote by mail, that's the last day that you can request a vote by mail. Yeah, you know, uh, Linda and I vote by mail. We've always enjoyed that. Actually, you didn't vote by mail because we don't even trust the post office. <laughs> so we dro- yeah. drove our ballots down to the uh, supervisor of elections office and uh, come to find out they don't even have a drop box there. You have to go inside and, and uh, give them your ballot, drop it in a bo- drop box inside the uh, supervisor's office. So they really tightened things up. And uh, frankly, they were working very well in past elections. So I'm really pleased with that. Yeah, no, I, I understand. There's actually something I didn't plan to mention, but there, um, General Flynn and the America Project are having on the 15th uh, at Alfie's seated table at 1030 in the morning uh, a press conference on this whole electioneering um, fraud that's taken place. And so for any of your listeners, uh, it's open to the public, as I understand it. It's at 1030 at seated table. Uh, so some of your listeners might want to... Uh, Come see what that's all about. Yeah, what day is that again, Keith? It's Monday the 15th. Monday the 15th. All right. Well, Keith Law, again, 
co-founder of the Florida Citizens Alliance, I encourage you to visit the very robust website, goflca.com, goflca.com. Keith, I always appreciate, first of all, I appreciate uh, your service to the community, to uh, the Florida uh, education system. I also appreciate your being on the show. Thanks for joining us. Sure. Have a great weekend, Bob. You as well. Thank you, Keith. All right, coming up, uh, we're going to visit with Michael Cannon. Now, if he's available, uh, his flights were canceled yesterday, be coming out of Charleston. The reason, of course, is the president is taking a well-deserved vacation <laughs> in the area. And uh, so I'm sure that was the reason the flights were canceled. But he, he got a flight out this morning. We'll see if he's available now, if, if they canceled this uh, morning flight as well. So we're going to do that and more right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Do you suffer with chronic pain and discomfort? After back surgery, I had painful tendons and muscles and difficulty standing upright. On a referral, I visited Dr. Alec at I Am Designed to Heal, Naples' only vitality and longevity practice where acupuncture, medical massage, energy healing, and integrative holistic medicine are harmonized to create a one-of-a-kind restorative experience. After only two visits, my pain began to dissipate and I could stand and walk more upright. It was amazing. I plan to continue my treatments to enhance my sense of well-being. Don't suffer needlessly with discomfort and pain. Improve your quality of life. See for yourself and make an appointment by visiting the website IamDesignedToHeal.com. That's IamDesignedToHeal.com or you can call or text Dr. Alec at 239-322-3817. That's 322-3817. Visit IamDesignedToHeal.com for an amazing, one-of-a-kind, restorative experience. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-1041. That's 239-325-1041. Office is located at 9015 Stratistel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to the Bob Harton Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harton. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the Foundation for Government Accountability. I proudly serve on their board among other things, providing programs and policies to get able-bodied folks off of welfare and back to work. It's a moral imperative, and the website is thefga.org. Well, Michael Cannon was not available. He must be on his airplane. I'm sure he's going to be grateful to get back home after staying overnight in Charleston. But fortunately, my lovely wife, Linda, is here with us, and she certainly has a lot on her mind. So much has been going on, Linda. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning. So um, right now, I mean... (laughs) You know what's amazing to me is uh, now Democrats are starting to throw each other under the bus. Well, uh, right now the uh, DOG, Department of Justice, is saying, well, we never got notified about this raid. (laughs) 
<laughs> They're throwing Ray under the bus. Well, now, oh, by the way, did you know that the Washington Post, who threw Merrick Garland under the bus, is now, has now retracted um, their article about him? Yeah. I mean, there's, and by the way, no one knows where Merrick Garland is. They can't uh, th- find him. Yeah. But let me just, we were talking off air for just a second. This, one of the things that, that is is just so frustrating and um, infuriating about this whole thing about about the raid on Trump's house. Now they don't, by the way, the mainstream media doesn't want to call it a raid now. They're trying to change the language. Yeah. It's like they tried to yeah. change the language of everything else. Um, well, apparently, that, I'm interrupting you and I apologize, no. but apparently uh, they were told they, that somebody leaked or, no, or, no, 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 no! You can't even go there because there's so many stories. They they can't make them up fast enough. Yeah, they just can't. <laughs> okay. So so um, uh, when when the Democrats were trying were tried to impe- and were successful in impeaching Trump for the second time, um, they accused him of going after his political opponent opponent, which was Joe Biden, mm-hmm. because he called the president of Ukraine. What a coincidence! Yeah. The um and asked about Hunter Biden's um dealings and about Joe Biden's dealing in the Ukraine, which, by the way, he deserved answers to, and oh, don't we wish we had the answers to them today. Well, that's, but, but, that's a whole other so, story. But so, but so they go after Trump to, for targeting his political appointment, appoint, opponent, and now here we are where the, the Biden DOJ is going after Biden's a political opponent. Yeah. I mean... Letitia James is going after him. Oh my goodness! He's getting he's getting attacked on all fronts. Trump has a steely resolve. He is just continues to smile all the way through it. He's got the Cheshire cat smile on his face. I know he's so uh, he's feeling very confident right now. So in 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 case you didn't, that wasn't enough to make your blood boil. Here's Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI, who was part of the deep swamp, as we all know, and and so. they want answers about the raid on Trump's uh, estate, and he got up. He he surfaced yesterday to make a speech about um, some. Who cares? But he said he was really concerned about the threats that were coming in about his agents. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows who his agents are. My goodness. So he's he, you know he's trying to uh, change the scent, as they say, trying to get the focus on the fear that his agents might have over. Uh, being attacked by, I'm sure. It's, you know what? You know what? These you people, can't make this stuff these up. These people have been are in the Washington bubble and have been there for so long. They don't, and and so does the media. They don't have a clue about what the American people are thinking and right. feeling. They don't have a clue, and quite frankly, they don't care. And it's going to come back to bite them because people in these elections are just turning out and and putting in. Um, uh, conservative America First candidates, and they're just going, wait, wait, what happened? How does how did this possibly happen? Like this um, race that was in Connecticut, um, that this Republican won. Like I don't remember the name, but it came from all small uh, communities. All these votes came in from small communities to to elect this Republican official, and they're gobsmacked because they just why what how did that happen? The American people have awakened and they have and in fact uh, there were some who were concerned about trump we don't like his tweets we don't like how he does he's a big egotist and all that type of thing now people are setting that aside because there's because of the injustice done by the department of justice and the uh, fbi right now their credibility is totally destroyed and trump has been elevated now to the point of being a saint and a martyr well even friends of ours who will remain nameless but they're we, I had an argument with one of them the last time we got together. 
he says, oh, I, she says, I won't vote for Trump again. He's just so, he's so brash and whatever. And I told her, I said, so how do you like the $5 per gallon gas tank? <laughs> yeah. and, and she said, we need another candidate for, for, um, for president. I said, oh, really, who would, you who would you suggest? She says, well, how about Tim Scott or, or Tom Cotton? By the way, they are coming out to be um, total rhinos. I mean, the more rhinos are being exposed, and I think that's Trump's whole goal here. Is Strategy, yeah. Is, is to expose all these people who are getting uh, their pockets lined with all this establishment money for years and years. Just, Tim Scott, nice guy. I thought, I thought he was... He's great. Well, well, well... But demonstrating very poor judgment under the circumstances right he's now. He's a rhino, and he was on CBS the other morning, and they were asking him about this, and he says, well, quite frankly, all I care about right now is, is the book that I just wrote. Really? Yeah, my goodness. That's uh, Well, right now, the... the uh, country is under attack uh, and we're really in a very precarious time right now and we all need to get engaged to make our decisions to vote in the midterm elections or in the, any primaries coming up but right now trump's record in terms of the primaries is just spectacular he's getting clean sweeps in every state where he endorses the candidates and uh, he's you know i think that demonstrates more than any other thing or any other poll or any what whatever that uh, his popularity is untarnished. Well, yeah, I mean, he's just so smart, and it just stuns me how deaf, dumb, and blind people are that don't recognize the good he has done for this country yeah. and how, how the Democrat Party, um, led by this Ill illegitimate person in the White House, is taking us down... Um, taking this country down at warp speed it's just it's, it's astonishing to me yeah right now what you think about all the things that are right now that america needs and are with inflation with the borders being open all the things are going on and the solution for the democrat party hire eighty-seven thousand new irs agents with ammo and guns can you believe that well i was talking to our friend from up in washington dc she's she's a friend but she was our interior designer up there and we were talking about that very fact and she says she says Linda, I'm a small business owner. She oh. says, I'm terrified by this right now. Of course. Anybody should be ter terrified. I mean, 1% uh, of the voters uh, are uh, make more than $400,000 a year or whatever. This is going to be an attack against uh, the middle America. The IRS says, well, if you pay your taxes, you don't have anything to worry about. Well, of course you do. They'll, if you get audited, you're conservative. They're going to try and find something. Just like Letitia James is attacking the president of the United States, IRS agents will attack uh, people who are, uh, you know, who pay their taxes and have, have committed no crime, they're going to be under assault as well. Well, so and now there's they're monitoring social media to to see who's who's um, up in arms about all the stuff that's going on and 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 sure making threats. Nobody needs to do that. Yeah. That's that's just stupid. That defeats the purpose. But but um, it's like 1984. I mean, Big Brother is watching every step you make, and now. They don't want pe the American people to have guns, um, but they're going to arm all these agents with ammunition. Oh. What's wrong with this picture? Wake up. How ironic is that, huh? Well, again, Linda Harden, I just on short notice, I really appreciate your being available to us. You always have great insight to what's happening. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome. All right. All right, coming up, we're going to be visiting with Seton Motley. He's the uh, founder and publisher of uh, less government. We're going to do that and more right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network.
Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harton Show here on the Bob Harton Broadcasting Network. Do you suffer from joint pain in your shoulders, hips, or knees? I was suffering from debilitating pain in my knees. On a referral, I saw Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine. He successfully treated my symptoms and pain for several months. Finally, having exhausted all alternatives for pain management, Dr. Markovich and I agreed that surgery was my best alternative. Dr. Markovich replaced both of my knees in 2006, and I now have full range of motion in both knees, and I have no pain. I now play golf and exercise free of debilitating pain in my knees. Don't suffer needlessly with joint pain. Call orthopedic surgeon Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine at 482-5399. That's 482-5399. He did a great job for me and he'll help you too. School Choice is a growing movement, one that is already lifting thousands of kids across America and is now supported by three out of four voters. The Optima Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit, was founded to support the establishment and expansion of superior schools of choice. Optima's goal is the successful launch of Hillsdale College, classical academies, and other schools of excellence serving kindergarten through 12th grade. The mission is to train the minds and improve the hearts of young people through content-rich classical education in the liberal arts and sciences with instruction in the principles of moral character and civic virtue. A terrific product of the process, Naples Classical Academy opened this fall in a classical virtual school. Optima Classical Academy will open in 2022. Find out more by visiting OptimaEd.org. Help children in Florida optimize their education opportunities. Visit www.OptimaEd.org. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. We're providing you news and commentary rooted in a commitment to individual liberty, personal responsibility, limited government, and the rule of law. Coming up, we're going to visit the former mayor of Naples, Bill Barnett. Right now we have with us Seton Motley, the founder and president of Left's Government. Seton, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Seton, tell us about Left's Government. Yeah, we exist to reduce the size, scope, and sphere of influence of government, and that includes not invading former presidents' homes. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's it's kind of a fantasy at this point, but less government. But yes, you wrote a column which I really appreciate. The Inflation Reduction Act is a huge help to the Communist China China Party. Maybe you can tell us about it. Well, yeah, I mean, this is this is uh, uh, you know this is again. The worse you make things for businesses in the U.S., the less likely they are to stay, either stay or stay in business. Right. Um, obviously, mom and pop shops can't afford to pick up and move to China. They just go under and go away. Um, and the vast majority of this bill makes things worse for domestic production of anything. If you're in business in America, things just got much worse for you. Um Okay, first of all, starting with the 87,000 additional IRS agents, which I don't know if you saw the ad that got released and then they pulled it down. 
the IRS was looking for the description of the job included being willing to bear arms and, and arrest people. Um, that's that bodes well. Yeah. Um, and of course, we have to pay for that. Eighty-seven thousand government employees with fabulous benefits and salaries and, and all that. That, that. That's more money we don't have. That that's antithetical to inflation reduction. The name of the uh, bill. Um, and as you saw it described, by the way, in the in the uh, paper, the inflation uh, inflation reduction act is a health care tax and climate bill. Yeah. What is it? It's a bill for all election seasons. I mean, it does everything. It's like a, it's like a Swiss Army knife uh, legislation. So, the Asia thousand agents, of course, will make lives miserable for you know again small businesses and, and individuals, un, you know, middle class, working class. As everyone's discussed since the announcement of the eighty seven thousand, there's like eight hundred billionaires in the country. Yep. Um, you're not going to be investigating billionaires with 87,000 additional agents. This is to make life miserable. This is what the IRS wished they had when they went after Tea Party and Patriot groups in, to prevent them from, hurt, from hurting Obama in, the, in his re-election effort in 2012. That's exactly uh, right. This is, this is that mentality more than doubled in size. That's what that is. You think about... Uh, that's good. Yeah, I mean... We... That's good. Rich people, uh, rich people actually have CPAs and attorneys to represent them. They probably never even interface with the IRS. Uh, no. But uh, you know, the, the little guy who you know just trying to just get by with inflation and everything that's going right now, uh, put food on the table, uh, gas in the tank, and right now, if an IRS agent contacts you and he wants to visit with you, you're not he's probably not going to have representation. He can't afford no. it. No, no. And uh, no, this again. This is this is this is an assault on average Americans. Um, then, of course, all the the climate crap. There's you know hundreds of billions of dollars we're spending on that. Again, printing money. Yeah. Don't have any money. That's that's antithetical to inflation reduction. Um, and of course, climate and the whole climate thing is a lie, and the fake energy is a lie, and of, cronyism. Of course, that money goes right into. Democrat companies that that pretend to be solar or wind or whatever. It's just a it's a big crony handout, and they'll they'll contribute a tiny fraction of the money of our money we just gave them to Democrats at the next election. You know, uh, and of course, and of course, what is this going to lead to is more contracts with the communist Chinese to produce windmills and right. Uh, yeah, they, 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 you know, once again, China is using coal fired power plants to make windmills, and I just saw somebody. <laughs> I just saw somebody uh, comment on my article, and they said the Chinese know what's up. They massively, massively in, up their investment in wind and solar. I said yes to sell to idiots in the West. Right? They're not using it. Right? They're not using wind and solar. They're using coal-fired power plants to make wind wind turbines and solar panels and sell them to green idiots in the West. They're not using them. You know, even if you took a step back and said, you know, this is a great idea. We need to be more dependent on windmills and sunbeams. Uh, you know, the fact of the matter is, even if we had optimal performance of the wind and the sun and everything else, and you had all the windmills, it's not going to produce enough energy to support our well, needs. Well, like I said, it's fake energy. It's fake energy. Right. It's not real energy. It costs, look, I, I say this all the time. The, difference, the, the, the way you can tell the difference between real and fake energy is, the oil and gas industry is just, and coal industry is saying 
to the government, get out of my way. Just all we're asking for, get out of our way. Let us do our, our thing. The entire fake energy relies entirely on government subsidies. Yeah. That's fake energy. If you need government money to exist, you're a fake industry. Right. As I've said forever, if it's a good idea, no government subsidies are necessary. No one needs to subsidize ice cream. That's exactly <laughs> because right. Because ice cream's a great idea, and everybody buys it, and you don't need any government money. That's exactly um, right. So, so, But the point of all this is you're making it harder and harder and harder to do business in America. So who does that help in the global scheme of things? China. Yeah. Because they're the only ones in a position to optimally take advantage of our shrinking. Russia's not doing it. Russia has an economy that's smaller than Italy. Russia's not a global player. Russia's not a global power. It's us and the Chinese. And every major step backwards we, we take and then shoot ourselves in the foot, is a benefit to China, and that's yeah. what I'm talking about in this bill. You are so right, uh, and uh, Seton, this is just uh, really a, a one. It, if you take a step back, can you think of one thing that this party and the Democrats and Joe Biden's administration have done? One thing has done to uh, make things better for the American people. No, I mean, look, they're they're in the anti-America business. That's their that's their agenda. The America last agenda. I've been writing about them being in the America Last Agenda since their mid 2000s. I think I coined because I remember reading about Nixon running on America First, and I said, "Well, it sounds like the Democrats are America Last." So I started using it about 20 years ago. They, they, they don't like this country. They're 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 in the business. They're in business to end this country. And it's so true. This is not an accident. This is intentional. This is so disappointing. Seat Motley, again, the founder and president of Less Government. I hope you'll visit the website, lessgovernment.org. Also, you can visit Less Government on Facebook. Seaton, always appreciate your commentary here on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much, sir. My pleasure, indeed. All right, coming up, we're going to be visiting with the former mayor of Naples, uh, Bill Barnett. By the way, can you believe Joe Biden is off on a family vacation in South Carolina on Kiowa Island? And uh, that's one of the reasons why our previous guest, uh, Michael Cannon, uh, couldn't get uh, get on the phone today because uh, oh, they cut down uh, all the uh, flights in and out of uh, Charleston, uh, South Carolina. Point being, he's on vacation. He's recovered from COVID just in time to take a family vacation. Has he been in? The, he, I bet you, if you took figured this out right now, he's spent more time in or less time in the White House than any other quote-unquote, president in the history of the United States. It's just been unbelievable. All right, coming up, we're going to visit with uh, Bill Barnett, former mayor of Naples, that and more right here in the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. you have questions about your retirement, Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-1041. That's 239-325-1041. 
Office is located at 9015 Stratistel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Blue Provence Restaurant is a favorite dining destination for many Neapolitans, including Lyndon and myself. Blue Provence, located in a historic building in the heart of Old Naples at Creighton Cove, offers a mix of French bistro cooking with bold, fresh Floridian flavors. Experience award-winning cuisine at Blue Provence and enjoy one of Florida's most extensive, eclectic, and fun wine cellars. Dining your choice of the popular Eden Bar, the intimate courtyard garden, or the beautiful Provencal Caribbean dining room. Enjoy a wonderful and memorable evening in a casual and relaxed atmosphere that includes a taste of Provencal hospitality. Blue Provence is open seven days a week, all year round. Visit BlueProvenceNaples.com for reservations, everyday specials, and coming events. That's BlueProvenceNaples.com or call 261-8239. That's 261-8239. Blue Provence French Restaurant in the heart of Old Naples. Welcome back to the Bob Harton Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harton. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by Choice Social. Choice Social is a new, refreshing social networking platform, and you can find out more and download the app by visiting the website, choicesocial.us, choicesocial.us. We have with us the former mayor of Naples, Bill Barnett. Bill, thank you so much for joining us. Bob, thank you so much for inviting me. Always a pleasure, Bill. And, you know, I'm, I'm uh, looking forward to this conversation. Um, uh, Murray Hendel passed away, and he was quite a fixture and quite a figure in Naples uh, locally. I, I think he was a friend of yours, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he was a, a very, very dear friend. Uh, and we we went back to 1988, Murray, um, I mean, uh, Bob, when he first moved to Naples. And... Um, it was um, uh, it was amazing because I was just in my uh, beginning my second term as a as a councilman and um, he uh, he was a presence from the minute that he he arrived in Naples he he had already had a uh, a pretty pretty good career before he even came here um, he was with um, he was with the IRS he was. Um, he he had he had a, a a list of accomplishments that he had achieved, and um, when he got here, you know, I always smile because he he kind of sought me out, and I realized that um, this was going to be an, an individual who would get things done and and work for the community um, and do it graciously, um, and 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 Murray was Murray was big Bob big in a way of. Uh, uh, if you had a problem or you, you know, uh, uh, a, a county issue or a city issue or something you wanted to discuss that you thought he would he, he could be a uh, help, you call Murray. And um, as the years went by, uh, his his name, his name became a uh, kind of a household name and certainly in the city of Naples and in the county as well. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, they uh, I, I think that the the. the the funniest part of the the best thing that he loved the most he won a lot of awards i mean he earned a lot of awards i shouldn't say he won them yeah but um the murray's mile 
Uh, the Gulf Shore Association condos donated a mile. They didn't give it to him, but they donated it um, in his name, and it was on part of the boardwalk there in Park Shore. Yeah, and it had, he had the sign there, and it, you know it's it's still there today. But um, and so when I was, uh, he would call me and he'd say, Bill, you know, especially when I um, ran for mayor. He would call me and he said, Bill, we need to walk for the next two weeks, uh, like <laughs> every day, um, because you need votes and I'll get them for you. So we'd be walking that, that boardwalk <laughs> and somebody would come up, you know, be walking the other way. And he'd say, hi, I'm I'm Murray Hendel. This is my mile uh, that's donated to me. And by the way, this is uh, Bill Barnett. He's going to be the next mayor. Say hi to Bill. And they'd say, well, that's really nice. You know, we can't vote for him. We're from Topeka, Kansas or something. And it didn't bother. It didn't phase him in the least. He said, well, maybe you can consider moving to Naples. This is a beautiful area. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just... It was very, very hard to keep a straight face. I'll tell you uh, how I know Murray is I, I've really never met him, or maybe I did meet it, meet him. I don't recall if I did. It was very briefly, but what I remember is a number of people say, "You know, you got a great show. We should have you." Uh, Murray Hendel has a men's club that you should be a speaker at. You so you should come <laughs> <laughs> and be. Romeo. I, I never, I never got got the invitation, but I can't tell you how many people were part of the men's club and very, very appreciative of Murray for making, uh, for for him being a part of it and and participating. You know what the name of that was? No. It was Romeo. They call it Romeo. Okay, retired old men eating out. <laughs> <laughs> and they met. I think they met. Once a month, uh, I met one of the little country clubs, um, um, and he had a he had quite a following, and that's basically basically what it was. Uh, guys that 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 you know had retired and didn't have much to do, and so they had. He always had interesting speakers. Um, he would uh, I'd get the call once in a while. He'd say, "Bill, your turn. Come on down, talk to us, give us a date, okay?" You know, and and you know, he he was he was the kind of guy. Uh, I guess sum it up with the he was the kind of guy that if you needed something um he'd be there for you yeah okay and yeah. he knew that you would be there for him and that's it was it was a um it was a it was a nice arrangement and he had so many friends and so many people knew him i said i said um they're doing a service for him today at uh, temple shalom at 10 and it's going to be a uh, live stream but um i i said I wrote something um, that I, I think that the, that his son will read, but the ending was um, of all the people that will be there today, and there'll be a lot of people that if you ask any one of them, what was your relationship with Murray, their answer would be, oh, Murray was one of my best friends, yeah, one of my right. good friends. He sounds like a terrific guy, and it sounds like a, just a, uh, somebody who... Uh, there's very few people that you could be around, and when you finish being with them, you say to yourself, "What a great guy!" He, you know, you'll feel right. like he's the close. That his interest is genuinely in you. That sounds like the kind of guy that Murray was. That you, you couldn't have summed that up any better, Bob, because that's exactly, uh, that's exactly uh, uh, who he was. And you know, for years, um, well, when his health started to fail, and I get a call. Um, Someone, how's Murray? I saw Murray's doing. Murray's doing fine, and um, because people never forget him, when he moved out of the city, he moved up into uh, Bentley Village in Dubai. Uh -huh. Um, and uh, uh, but I always would just say to people, anybody would call me, say, "Hey, how's how's Murray doing? I haven't seen Murray in a long time." I'd always say, "Oh, Murray, Murray's doing good," you know, and because they 
they they remembered, you know, and uh, it, was a nice, it was really, really, really a nice thing. And I think that he'll be remembered a long time. They did a nice article. I think it's in today's paper, Bob. It is. Uh, on, on him, yeah, of all the things that he that he did and everything else. So what a nice tribute. I'll tell you what. I'll be happy if I got one as nice as that. Well, you, you, first of all, we hope you stick around for a while. For I'm going to try. <laughs> but second of all, certainly uh, you have made a tremendous impact on the Paradise Coast and people here in Naples. I mean, you've been a great mayor, a great city councilman, and uh, well, really a unifier of the pity of the people and the city. So, uh, uh, again, I'm... Yeah. I'm you know, I, I, yeah, again, it's not about, it's obviously not about me or you or anybody else these days, but you know, when, when you lose a community leader like that, um, it affects a lot of us, you know, so, um, but he was 90 something years old and, uh, wow. but he, he used his energy every day. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Unbelievable. Bill Barnett, again, uh, mayor of Naples. If you want to know more about Mari Handel, you can find out, I'm sure you'll find his story in the uh, Naples Daily News uh, in today's edition. Anyhow, Bill, you know, always appreciate your commentary here in the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Bob, thanks for the good conversation this morning and you have a great week. You as well. Thank you, Bill. Well, that's a wrap here on today's show. I just want to remind you that uh, this morning, the Collier County, uh, the County Collier Senior Center in Golden Gate is hosting a free technology seminar. That's going to be this morning at 10 a.m. at 4898 Coronado Parkway. That's the home of the Collier Senior Center in Golden Gate. And uh, if just bring your devices, bring your um, iMac or wh whatever you know, your uh, iPad or your iPhone, whatever it might be, and uh, if you ha if you're a senior and you have some questions about it, uh, the uh, Naples uh, Eric Montano from the Premier Services of Naples is going to be uh, making a presentation and answering questions about your smart devices. So, again, uh, a nice opportunity for seniors. You don't need to register. Uh, you don't. Uh, it's not. There's no cost whatsoever. You just show up, and if you need more information, you can call. 252-4541, Well, that's our app here in today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. Uh, tomorrow, we've got some great guests. We're going to visit with William Yateman, Research Fellow at the Cato Institute. We'll also visit with Larry Bell, endowed professor at the uh, University of Houston. And he's also the author of a terrific book. I just finished reading it, Architectures Beyond Boxes and Boundaries. Uh, he is the endowed professor at the University of Houston in space architecture. What a life he has lived. He calls this my life by design. Larry's going to be with us as well. He writes uh, columns uh, for Newsmax, so look forward to our visit uh, with Larry Bell. Also, I want to remind you that... Uh, there, uh, Lulubee's Diner it has a new menu right now that's available, and I hope you drop by Lulubee's Diner in the Green Tree Shopping Center. Enjoy uh, their new uh, uh, blue, blue uh, what is it called? Blue, um, got it right here. It's called, it's called uh, the Blue Zones Inspired Menu, and they all also have some watermelon lemonade and uh, Nutella crepes that they've released. So. Drop by Lulabee's Diner for a nice breakfast or lunch as well. Uh, I always appreciate your comments on the show. You can send me an email at bobharden at hotmail.com, bobharden at hotmail.com. I hope you make it a great day on the Paradise Coast or wherever you are. Namaste. Thanks so much for listening to 
the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. For more information and audio files of previous shows, visit www.bobharden.com.